welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bone with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Dr. Carol Peters Tanksley. Dr. Carol is a licensed medical doctor and also holds a demon doctrine. She is an expert on the integration of wholeness for the body, the mind, and the soul. As an author, speaker, personal coach, licensed OBGYN physician, and ordained doctorate of ministry, Dr. Carol brings both academic expertise and years of experience as a practitioner helping people experience wholeness as God has intended it. She received her doctorate of medicine degree from Loma Linda University. While still practicing medicine, she obtained her second doctorate, the Doctorate of Ministry degree from Oral Roberts University, focusing on Christian leadership. Dr. Carol interacts daily with leaders, podcast listeners, clients, leaders, and a worldwide online audience. Together with her husband, Al Tanksley, she hosted a live radio program, The Dr. Carroll Show, until shortly before his death in 2016. She is the author of five published books, including Dr. Carroll's Guide to Women's Health, Overcoming Fear and Anxiety Through Spiritual Warfare, and The Christian Journey Through Grief. Dr. Carroll lives in her home near Austin, Texas, where she enjoys being Grandma Carroll to four wonderful grandchildren. Welcome to the show, Dr. Carroll. And wow, that, that, that last part, those four amazing grandchildren, aren't they amazing? They are. Thanks so much, Chris. I am honored to be here. Yeah, the, the title that I like the best is Grandma Carroll. That's the one that, that, that I hold on to. Oh, I have been very blessed. You, you know, you've listed some of my credentials, but um, Grandma Carol, that that takes number one. <laughs> That's awesome. And I tell you what, it's all about family. And, and we just want to welcome you here to the Dream Out Loud podcast. Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda Chan always speak so highly of you. And we just take it as a great honor to have you a part of the Dream Out Loud podcast today. So why don't you tell your the audience that's listening today, maybe they don't know who Dr. Carol is and what all she does. And we know there's a broad range of things that you do. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, um, thanks. I do have to say that, oh, some years ago, I would never have imagined being where where I am now. Um, but it was somewhere around 20 years ago that I felt a very clear direction from the Lord that although medicine, practicing medicine can be a ministry, and it is for many doctors, that what he had for me was a bit different. And so that uh, pushed me to go to, to seminary where I got my ma you know, a master's in, in, in doctor there um, and have been moving more and more now and, and doing ministry full time and no longer actively practicing. But what I have discovered is that God took all these pieces that um, I had experienced, the, the good, the bad, and, and even the ugly, and in particular, the, the places that I had invested in learning, um, yeah. the, you know, the, the medical doctor and, and then seminary and whatever, and it, it built me as someone unique. And, and I think for, for our, our, our listeners, Chris, God does that for everybody. There are unique things that he builds into you. Um, now, the way that I get to interact with people and, and, and bless them comes out of my medical experience and my years in practicing and, and the women's health as an OBGYN that, that I was privileged to do. Um, my marriage, I had 
been single until in my 40s. That's an unusual for, for me. That's an unusual part of the journey. And then when God brought my husband into my life, there were things I learned and experienced in my loving but but challenging marriage. My husband had health issues, um, and so our, our marriage is beautiful. But but dealing with that now, the journey of grief. Putting all those things together has made me who I am. And I can see how God just built me as a unique human being that now I get to have substance that blesses blesses others along the way. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And those stepping stones, and we talk a little bit about that in our program, the Dream yep. Release Your Coaching Program, yes. where those are all stepping stones to get us to that next platform. And I must say that when I was reading your bio, I was so impressed with the two doctors that I call them the paradox, simply <laughs> uh, because you have two. I received my doctorate in 2011 from Oral Roberts University. I can't even imagine having two doctors. So we really appreciate uh, what you're bringing to the platform today and the expertise that you're bringing uh, to us today here at at the uh, the podcast. So it's a blessing to have you here with us. So uh, what got you interested in coaching? We know that you do several different arenas of coaching. Uh, it's very broad, but yet still very narrow. We know your niche is Greek, but that's not all that you do. So tell us a little bit about what got you interested in coaching. It was a surprise. Um, it was a few months after my husband had passed away. And I had been doing some blogging at that point and just starting to see, okay, what does God have for me in this next season? And the very first thing that happened was one of my readers contacted me and said, do you ever help people individually? Uh, can, can, can you help me in my situation? And I thought, well, maybe God has given me something to say individually. It wasn't like I had some you know, big wrought out plan to become a, a, a personal coach. I started seeing how the things that God had built into me could help others. And I just started investing. It, it it started out with just first that that one uh, wife, and then she got her husband involved. And, and it just started, started growing from there. As I started to see how, you know, my marriage, my journey of grief, um, mm -hmm. the things I had experienced, you know, coming up in my messed up family, and even as an OBGYN, how all of those things came. So I think the biggest piece that I would say, Chris, is I learn to be alert to the way people were responding to who I was, who God had made me to be. What were the things that they were asking about that they sent something in me that could speak to them? Wow, that's awesome. And, and so tell us a little bit about, I, I know that you do several things, but we know that one of the things that you do is you really help people through grief. And a lot of times we feel like that coaching uh, doesn't go into our past or some of the things that's been back behind us. So how do you actually effectively coach people through the grief process? Yeah, I think grief is a great example of how coaching looks toward a desired future, but that the past always impacts that. Um, in, in a person who comes to me for grief, and I've got a couple grief clients right now, I'm seeing one after we end our program today, I'm seeing one of my, one of my clients that I'm coaching through grief. And so when, when somebody feels um, stuck and they reach out for a coach, in, especially in, in, the, in the grief space, um, I don't go back and, you know, resurrect and, and hammer through all, all the things that happened. Um, right. I, I help them 
visualize what is the future that God would call them into? What, what's the next season like? And to get there, we are going to have to deal with some of the baggage that they are still carrying. And right. with grief, a big part of that is, you know, letting it go, feeling the feelings right now for the purpose of getting to that next season, getting to that desired future. So any bit of talking about the old stuff that may come up is is for a purpose. And and I, I very clearly call what I do coaching rather than counseling. Counseling does tend to focus more on the past. Coaching definitely right. focuses on the future. And so what are the impediments to get there in grief? Some of those impediments are the feelings, the sense of loss, the feeling of loneliness, what, you know, the, you know, maybe the anger or the ways I'm dealing with my time. Um, those are the impediments to get there. And so let's identify, unpack, and let go of those impediments. Wow. So we know that coaching is, is um, something that we learn as we continue to go. It's something new that has come out in the last little more than a decade ago. Um, so I am always, as a coach, learning. So what lessons have you learned while coaching other people? What were some of the aha moments for you while coaching someone else? Yeah. I've learned to listen better. I thought I was a reasonable listener, but I've learned to shut my mouth uh, more than I than, than would be normal. And I yeah. listen for what's for what the subtext is. I listen for um, the things that that person may be saying without knowing they're saying it. Right. That's one of the things I've learned, and I've learned to be curious about that. I've learned to ask questions such as, "I noticed you said this." Tell me more about that. Yeah. Um, I've learned that I don't have the magic answers. I've learned that God has a unique path for, you know, for each person. And my job is not to tell them what to do next. My job right. is to help them discern it. The, the, the ministry side of this, this reminds me of something that my seminary dean at ORU, um, Dr. Matt Matthews, said, our job in helping people is to connect their story with God's story and then to get out of the way. Um, and I love the way he phrased that from the ministry perspective. And I think that applies to so much of what we do with coaching. It's not about us. I've learned it's not about me. I've also learned, I'll, I'll say one more thing. I've also learned that there is more in me than I thought was there. Um, and that when I am working with a, a coaching client in their service, and I truly am for them, there is more in me that can help them through this journey than I would have would have imagined. I think that is part of how God fits each one of us for the the people that 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 come to us. The the people that come to you as a coach, talk talking to coaches, the people that come to you as a coach are doing so because they sent something in them, they sent something in you that they right. want. It's, it's there. You don't have to manufacture it. You don't have to pretend. Just be. And the substance that is in you is what drew them to you. And just be generous. Yeah. 
Well, I think that's the key right there. You just simply said, you know, when we're actively listening, uh, they can feel that heart of a client that's really engrossed in what they're saying. And then we can help pull whatever's inside of them out because it's already there. A coach just walks alongside them. That's good stuff. And I think I had this, some of the same issues. That listening piece was a great part of being able to say, okay, I've got to master this. We know at the DRC, we have plans. Powerful questions, listening, accountability, neutral, silence. We believe those five amenities really make a great coach. You've covered so many of those already today. So we realize in coaching that typically uh, in our track four at Dream Releaser Coaching, our track four is where we really help our client to discover their niche, that thing that they just do better than anything else as a coach. Uh, what would you say that you've discovered in coaching that really that you can say Dr. Carroll's niche is this? What would that one thing be? Yeah. Um, answering the question, what keeps you awake at night? What keeps me awake at night? What are the what are the problems that bother you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. We just got to marinate in that for a minute. What what is that? What is that thing that keeps you awake at night? Yeah. So, Dr. Carroll, in coaching, we realize that there is something that we call a niche. It's something that we really help the, our developing, uh, develop that in our track number four, that we help people say, wow, this is my specialty in coaching. So what would you say is your niche in coaching? Mm. Um, I would say helping people experience transformation. That sounds really broad. But as I have come to see who God made me to be, and uh, the kinds of people that, that, that come to me, it, it's that kind of transformation in the deeper parts of their heart that the church sometimes struggles to help people experience. And I want to relate, if I can, Chris, um, a, in, the, in the grief space, um, mm -hmm. a, a particular one of those aha moments um, that, that I think can, can illustrate this perhaps yeah. um, really well. I had a coaching client who mm -hmm. had lost her husband about three years before this particular time. We had met maybe three or four sessions and it was coming up to the three-year anniversary of her husband's death. Mm -hmm. And she was incredibly distressed and scared about what she would do that day. And we focused a, one of our particular sessions on how are you going to handle that anniversary day of, of his death? And I realized as we were talking about this, that um, I could have offered to call her that day, to have a special session, to support her. But I realized as a coach that my most helpful role would be to help her see the things that she could do. What were the resources that would not make her dependent on me, but that would help her become the next version of who God was calling her to be. So I helped her identify friends that she was going to reach out to that day. I helped her identify the different, um, you know, morning, afternoon, evening, what was she going to do during that day? What would it look like for her to do that day with Jesus? And we talked about specific ways that she could be successful in walking through that scary day for her not dependent on me, but utilizing the resources that, that she did have and hadn't particularly realized that she had. 
Wow. I, I love that statement that you just made about what keeps you up at night, because that oftentimes is where we can find our passions and our dreams. And that's where we really like to start with some of our clients and what really makes them get up in the morning time. What is that excitement? Or is it something they just dread to do? Some people just don't have that vision yet. So you mentioned aha moments. And I think that is so important in coaching is that we really like to get our clients to that great aha moment. So I want you to think back over your course of, of time, and I want you to really think about that aha moment. Maybe you had it coaching someone or one of the clients that you had had that aha moment. You just asked the right question at the right time. Can you remember a time that you had that specific aha moment? Yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, when I had that moment mm -hmm. was realizing that the, the junk of my life was just as valuable as any of the um, positive things that I knew to say, that what was incredibly valuable for clients was a sense of, I get you, mm. that I didn't have to pretend to know everything and have it all together to be valuable, that by hearing them, I was helping by being appropriately vulnerable, not making them my therapist, but when they were going through something, just the sense that I get you, I've, I've been there, um, right. that, that that was valuable in, in the grief space. One of the things we're talking about, a, a different um, grief coaching client, she's asked me a few times, did you experience this? And that meant more to her than anything else when she was feeling stuck and asked me, did you feel that in your grief journey? And when I could say yes, that was incredibly valuable. I think that was an aha moment. The coaching isn't about having all the answers. The coaching right. is about walking alongside. And the, the places that allowed me to understand and walk alongside were, were just as valuable. In fact, in some ways, even more than any of the yeah. wisdom I might bring. Yeah. And, you know, I think some people that maybe are listening to our show today that possibly doesn't know that much about coaching, but we have the right to speak into our client's life. We get an opportunity every time we meet if we need that time and we can really share something with them to make them feel like they're not the only ones that have experienced that. And I love that part about your story and how just by answering that one question that it just helps them understand that we all go through some circumstances in our life. So Dr. Carroll, with everything you've got going on in your life, you're a very busy lady, you're very successful, you're very educated. How has coaching personally affected your life? Mm. Um, it has helped validate the story God has brought me through. It has helped me see the ways in which um, what I have can help others. I will say mm -hmm. in my case, that coaching has helped me understand some of the things I need to write about. Um, I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm an author, I, I blog, uh, I, I write books, and coaching has helped me work out some of those ideas. So it has been valuable in, in that sense. It has also given me a, um, just a, a, a platform to feel like I am making a difference. That may be the most important thing that it that it has done for me. This is I, I I have been coaching now for what six and a half years, not a terribly long time, um, but it has given me a sense of of fulfillment that 
God is using me to make a difference for his kids, for his children. Um, that has just been very deep in my, in wow. my soul. That, that's really deep in general. I, I, I must say that I'm sitting here in awe right now because uh, you being able to reach out and help somebody else and you're a medical doctor, so you spent your life helping people and yet coaching can still add another significant part to reach another group of people. That's that's just phenomenal to me. I just I just I just had an aha moment there. No matter what field that we're in, that we can still reach out and we can still help someone else. So, with everything that you had going on, uh, what made you decide? And I know that this transition piece happened around the time of the loss of your husband. But what made you really decide coaching is something for you? Um, it was very practical at first. Um, uh -huh. I told you uh, earlier that the the first way I got into it was somebody reached out and said, can you help me? And I just started. Um, but it also became a, a, a practical way for some income. As I was mm -hmm. wrestling with this next season of my life, it, it, it could become a way for a stream uh, of income. And um, I, I realized too, that Jesus didn't focus most on the crowds. He did. He spoke to the crowds. But where he invested himself most deeply was with a few, the people that were closest to him. His model of change was not broadcasting across the board, although that has a role. Um, but his model of change was investing close. And coaching right. does that. And so as I invest close with people, um, I believe that can create the deepest change in them and then yeah. the greatest satisfaction for me. So I, I, I see it as modeling how Jesus invested with people. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Because uh, if everyone could just really impact the life of one, if, if we could all do that, we could change the world. Yeah. And of course, I, I love that old poem that everyone's heard. It's an old cliche now, but the little boy walking down the beach with all of the uh, seashells that he picked one up and threw it in the ocean. And the grandpa said, why? There's millions. And he said, but to that one, it made a difference. And I think that's so impactful for a coach that we may not change the world, but one by one, we're helping people to unleash the dreams inside of them. Yeah. Uh, Chris, that reminds me of a statement that's not original with me, but it but it fits. Um, you may... You may not be able to change everybody in the world, but to someone, you are the world. Wow. And you can be that to them. Wow. That's awesome. Man, that's what coaching does. And those of you that are listening today, uh, we're talking to Dr. Carol, and she has given us some amazing, amazing insight on coaching. And I know this broadcast is going to blow up simply because of the great insight that she's given us today. I, I don't want to leave without talking about some of your great successes and some of your writings. I was so amazed and so impressed. And my wife and I, we were going over some things last night and we were talking about some of your books. And she says, I've got to get some of those. Dr. Carol's Guide to Women's Health. But this is the one I think that really popped out to her is Overcoming Fear and Anxiety Through Spiritual Warfare. And then another one you have is The Christian's uh, Journey Through Grief. Tell us a little bit about one of those books or all of them. Tell us a little brief summary about what inspired those and what really, really gave you the content to put in these books. Yeah. The Overcoming Fear and Anxiety, that grew out of my Doctor of Ministry research. And mm. that was stimulated by my own years of distress years ago. This was back in the in the 1990s. I went through several years 
of very severe distress, fear and anxiety being a, a major part of that. Uh, what I learned is God brought me out of that. And then what I focused my doctor of ministry research on, that came together in the overcoming fear and anxiety through spiritual warfare. And one of the things I learned and that is a big part of the book, um, spiritual warfare is not about you and I going out, finding the right tools to defeat the devil. Jesus has already done that and he's won. Spoiler alert, Jesus wins. Uh, but what does it look like to live in that. So th this is a very practical book. What are the strategies that you can use to stand? Um, not weird, but, but very just real life. And then the Christian journey through grief. I wrote that about two years after my husband passed away. So it was still fresh enough that I could make it authentic and share my heart. And also um, two years gave me just a little bit of distance so that I had some perspective and I could give people some easy ways to, um, to move forward. One of the things that happens with grief when you've lost a loved one, uh, your brain kind of goes offline. There's so much of your brain processes that's overwhelmed. And so it's hard to even, even uh, think clearly and process. And so uh, this book, The Christian's Journey Through Grief, is 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 very it's simple in the sense that a grieving person's brain can encompass it right um and it deals with the practical things and then what's your relationship with god like every grieving person's relationship with god will change it can yeah. become stronger how can you get to that what does that look like so that's what that one is about wow that is awesome that's awesome and when you were talking about the overcoming fear and anxiety through spiritual warfare, writing your dissertation on that at ORU. Sounds like I should have probably read that right after you graduated. I think I started going and that doctoral program gave me a lot of anxiety. So yes. I probably should have read that. <laughs> Anybody who comes to the doctoral program knows that anxiety comes as part of that. Well, one of the things you know, Chris, uh, how I got to know um, Dr. Brenda and Sam Chan was as a result of that. Brenda was doing her doctor ministry program there. I was just a, a, a few months ahead. And that is how we first connected as over our doctor of ministry projects. And uh, God has done great things with us since. Well, wow, that's amazing because Dr. Brennan and I went together. Uh, okay. She and I went together to ORU. So she pushed me into the program. <laughs> great. And uh, I had to pull her out. So <laughs> it all went out well. I know that she'll be laughing when she hears the podcast because she knows that's exactly what happened. So that's that's a lot of fun. But one of the things Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda likes for me to close with is by asking all of our guests on the Dream Out Loud podcast to really take a moment and to let them dream out loud. So we want to hear Dr. Carroll's next big dream. What is that next thing that you hope to accomplish We're in the position and the place you are now in mm. life? Great question. The dreams in my heart have to do with helping people navigate well the need, mm -hmm. desire, and capacity for intimacy that God has built within us. Um, the church has made sexuality and intimacy often about behaviors. If you're not married, don't do it. If you are married, do it. But what about the matters of the heart? I see this as a, frankly, a paradigm of God's whole plan of redemption. So my dream is to uh, work on, uh, on, on products, and I'm actually writing another book now uh, about this, about 
helping people deal with the matters of the heart that uh, underlie so much of, of, of the dysfunction. This is kind of a, a cultural moment when these matters are, are loud, um, both in and out of the church. And I believe I have been given an, an, an understanding and, and, and a paradigm of helping people navigate those matters of the heart. And so dreaming out loud, um, that will work out in a, a lot of things, uh, making that aspect of my coaching a, a more uh, front and center piece. Already people are coming about that. Um, but Chris, I am hearing from people literally every week from around the world where this is an issue they are struggling with. So dreaming about um, products, both free and uh, for, for purchase, that can help people through this journey, um, online curriculum, um, you know, the, the book, what that can mean for, for groups, small and large, in church, parachurch, um, helping them understand this part of their soul and what God would invite them into in experiencing transformation as a result. So that's a big dream. Wow. That is a huge dream. And I know that's going to be an amazing book. Like you said, that's not just something local, that's global yeah. of a deed that you could really be able to deal with. That's awesome. Well, I know that some of our listeners today is just so inspired today. And that's what the dream out loud podcast is all about is to get people to start dreaming again. And I think that out of all the podcasts we've done, if they're not dreaming by now listening to this, they're never going to dream. So just get up and do it. That's what I feel like uh, telling somebody that just get up and do it. Start your dream. Don't waste another moment. So I know, Dr. Carol, that you've inspired a whole host of people, not just locally, but around the world today. So can you tell them how to get in touch with you? Maybe they want to reach out to you. Maybe they want your services. How will they connect with you or to purchase these books? I would love to hear from anyone. Um, DrCarolMinistries.com, our website, D-R-C-A-R-O-L Ministries, plural, dot com. Um, you can use the contact page there to reach out to me directly. That comes to me directly, so it's confidential, and, and I respond uh, personally. And we also have an online store there. We have the blog. I blog every week. So you, you can get those articles in our store uh, you can find those books as well as a, a few others. And uh, I would be delighted. There's a coaching page there on our website. So if you might be interested in coaching with me, I'd be delighted to hear from you. And there, there's a, a little place there where you can fill out a little bit of information and um, make that happen. If you are a Christian leader, where some of this, uh, some of these ideas or material, and you'd like to converse about that, I'd love to hear from you about any of that as well. So drcarolministries.com. Wow, that's awesome. And I know that Dr. Chan only refers the best to those that he knows. And of course, you were one of those. So I know that he would encourage people today, go to her website, sign up, get those coaching services and start today. Hashtag living your dream and living your best life. That is what's important. Dr. Carol, thank you so much for taking time out of your hectic schedule and busy life to be a part of the Dream Out Loud podcast. It has been such an honor, Chris. I am delighted. My best wishes to Dr. Brenda and Dr. Sam and to all of your listeners. Thank you so much. We hope that this podcast with Dr. Carol Tanksley has helped you to D-O-L. 
We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about the Dream Out Loud coaching process and how to become a part of Dream Releaser Coaching, just simply find us at www.dreamreleaser.com. You can also see our other products and sources that we may have for you to go to the next level. We will see you next time on the DOL podcast where we help you to dream out loud. You can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay blessed, stay focused, and dream out loud.